Seated on the grassy slope of a hill overlooking the Sea of Galilee, a large crowd listens to Jesus as he shares with them nine seemingly crazy ways to find happiness. Yet, as crazy and as unexpected as they may seem, Jesus is sharing divine wisdom. These are, quite simply, happiness hacks that work because they are from the Creator who made us and knows us. Happiness hack number two, Matthew chapter 5, verse 4. Happy are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Okay, now, now that one doesn't make sense. Because I certainly would not include mourning as a way to find happiness. In fact, it's the exact opposite of happiness. So how does mourning bring happiness? There's a story in the Old Testament about Gideon and how he and his small group of men managed to defeat a large invading army. They placed lights inside clay jars and in the dark of night after surrounding the enemy camp, they smashed the jars, flooding the dark night with light, throwing the enemy into fear and bringing about an unexpected victory. There's a story in the New Testament about a woman who brings a small clay jar filled with expensive perfume into a house where Jesus is. She breaks the jar, flooding the house with the fragrance as she pours it on Jesus' feet. An action that is rebuked by onlookers, but causes Jesus to say she will be remembered forever for this deed. We are the clay jars. It's in the breaking that the light shines to destroy the enemy and the fragrance pours out to bring the blessing. It is in times of loss that we, we find we are closest to God. When what really matters becomes most clear. When the hammer of grief smashes into our lives, when our fragile clay lives break apart, when in the broken shards it's only God who can turn darkness to light. It's this sorrow that releases the light and His divine fragrance. However, this is not ordinary, purposeless sorrow. This is what Paul in 2 Corinthians 7 verse 10 calls godly sorrow. For godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation, not to be regretted, but the sorrow of the world produces death. There's sorrow and there's godly sorrow. The difference is godly sorrow has God attached to it and that makes all the difference. We are all frail, mortal humans. Clay jars that are so easily broken. However, it's only when we realize that we are powerless to solve our problems, when we realize that only when we are joined to God does loss become light and pain become purpose. A closer look at the word mourn that Jesus used reveals that three of the four times it's used in the Gospels, it's about mourning for Jesus. For example, in Matthew 9 verse 15, Jesus says that his disciples will mourn being separated from him. Jesus answered, how can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them? The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, then they will fast. Godly sorrow is the mourning that happens when we realize the real tragedy 
that we have been separated from God. When we realize the divine, eternal essence of life is no longer with us. However, unlike natural sorrow, which marks an end, godly sorrow marks a beginning. And so Jesus says, happy are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. While separation brings perspective, it's comfort that brings happiness. In John 16, verse 7, Jesus says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is necessary for you that I go away. Separation, sadness, realization. And he continues, For if I don't go away, the Comforter will not come to you. But if I leave, I will send him to you. There is comfort, joy, salvation. Jesus is not simply referring to words of comfort like we might give each other. Jesus is promising us that comforter. This is Jesus' real presence living in us through the Holy Spirit. Is it not amazing that Jesus calls the Holy Spirit the comforter? Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. It's only in mourning our sinful humanity, our separation from God, and in humbly seeking God and oneness with Him, that we experience the gift of the Comforter. Pain and suffering entered the world when we were torn away from God because of sin. Healing and comfort enter our lives when we are united with God because of love. It's only in the breaking of our clay jars, in our realization and sorrow at our separation from God, that the light of love and fragrance of faith pours out, turning sorrow to joy, pain to peace, and hurt to happiness. Psalm 30, verse 11 to 12. You did it! You changed my dark grief into a whirling dance. You ripped off my weeping clothes and clothed me with wild flowers. I am about to burst with song. I can't keep quiet about you, God. My God, I can't thank you enough. That's happiness hack number two. A truly jarring approach to happiness. Happy are those who mourn, for they will be comforted.